this is Carolina Waliki, a licensed real estate agent working, living, and thriving in New York City, the city that never sleeps. Today, I will be talking about sponsor units and what does that mean when you're looking at condos and co-ops. Stay tuned if you want to learn more. Sponsor units refer to apartments that have never been sold before. They are being held currently by the person who either built the development if it's a condo or created the co-op when it's a case of a building that is now a co-op or a corporation. In both cases, there are slightly different things that go with it. When it's a condo, a lot of times we find that a sponsor unit, it's a new unit. Now, sometimes sponsors do hold on to units for a period of time in which they rent them. Now, the difference between a condo and a co-op is that when you find a sponsor unit in a co-op where the unit has been held for some time, where the sponsor rented it, the difference is when you apply to purchase this unit, you do not have to go through the same process as everybody else when they purchase in the co-op. Sponsor units have special benefits to be purchased. You don't have to submit a co-op board application for purchase. You don't have to fulfill the financial requirements that are usually um, that usually have to be fulfilled by everybody else that's purchasing in the co-op. And you may even have a difference in what you can do for down payment. Let's break this down. Let's first talk about when you buy a sponsor unit in a new development. When you buy a sponsor unit in a new development, if it is a new unit, the advantage of it is clearly that the unit has never been lived on before, right? You also have, again, a less arduous process because a board has not yet been created. Even when you're purchasing in a condo and a board has been instituted, you still have to do a condo purchase application. Now, it's a lot less arduous than the process on a co-op usually, although some are pretty thorough and you do not have to sit down on an interview with the board to be able to be approved to buy but you still have to be able to release all of your financials and fill out the application in a way that satisfies the requirements. So the advantage is always a more simple process. The drawbacks are sometimes higher prices, not not so much because it's a new development, but there's higher closing costs. Often there's as much as 2% that's added as opposed to the general 3% closing cost that we sort of provide as an estimate. There is an additional 2%. And that's usually due to the fact that fees that are typically paid by the seller on a traditional transaction are expected to be paid by the buyer on a sponsor sale. These fees include the seller's attorney, 
city transfer taxes and state transfer taxes. So do keep in mind that that could be part of your negotiation. If you're purchasing a unit from the sponsor and you have good leverage, you could use that as negotiation where you could propose that the seller or in this case, the sponsor pays for their own lawyer and their own transfer taxes. Also, because there is no uh, application process for the board, the process can be a lot faster. So depending on your financing and what you're doing, you can actually close a lot faster than when you have to submit a full application. Now, the other side of this is that sometimes you also have to contribute to the financials of the building by providing about two to three months of common charges or maintenance fees um, at closing. So to wrap it all nicely, in a condo, the advantage is if it is a new apartment, clearly you're getting a brand new apartment without having to submit a full application to the condo board where you have to display all of your financials. You can close faster. The drawbacks are higher closing costs are possible, up to 2% higher. And it is also possible that if the sponsor has actually rented the unit previously and it's not a brand new development, a lot of these purchases are done as is. So you may end up with a unit that just hasn't been renovated in a while, if that is the case. Because the application process is a lot more of an arduous process on the co-op, it provides a great advantage to find and to be able to buy a sponsor unit. Again, when you purchase a sponsor unit in a co-op, you get to bypass the board approval. You don't have to submit a board application like everybody else does. However, do keep in mind that because the sponsor was able to rent the unit, those rights are not transferred. The moment that you enter that co-op and the apartment or the shares are yours, you are under the same rules and regulations as everybody else. And if that means that there are limited subletting rights, then that is also going to apply to you. Now let's back it up a little bit. On a co-op, you are usually required 20% or higher down payment, and you are also required to have something that's called post-closing liquidity. And that means your mortgage payments and your maintenance fees, which include the taxes, an amount of about 24 months of such need to be proven that you have them saved away somewhere. That is usually what all applicants looking to purchase in a co-op building have to be able to prove. That is not the case with a sponsor unit. With a sponsor unit, you do not have to prove your post-closing liquidity and you are not held to the same down payment regulations. So if you're able to negotiate yourself into a lower down payment, you may be free to go.
Now, the fact that there, it is easier to purchase, especially in a co-op, it does mean that they tend to be priced a little bit higher. And the same case as with a condo, if a sponsor held onto a unit for a long time and they rented it out, the unit may be not as upgraded of a state as other units in the building. So therefore, pluses on minus pluses, you don't have to go through the same application as everybody else. You don't have to provide proof of the same post-closing liquidity as everybody else. Minuses, you may end up with a unit that is less upgraded and you may pay a little more. In the flip side of that, going back to your pluses again, because you don't have to prove the same type of post-closing liquidity and the application is less time-consuming, you may be able to close faster. So who may a sponsor unit be ideal, ideal for? In the case of a condo, pretty much anybody who wants an either brand new apartment or anybody who wants a speedy closing and doesn't mind paying a little bit higher. In the case of a co-op, anybody who wants to buy in a co-op who may have had challenge coming up with either the post-closing liquidity or being able to fulfill the requirements. If you have a lot of cash that you're ready to use to purchase a property, buying a sponsored unit from a co-op, that might be a perfect opportunity you don't have to display all of your financials. You don't have to show your post-closing liquidity. So it may be a great opportunity for you to be able to purchase in a building where otherwise it may be a lot more cumbersome. Let me know if you have any questions. Happy to help you find a sponsor unit or a regular unit. I am here to help. Have a great day. Bye.